Hello, and welcome to the OCR Exams podcast, where we'll be chatting with a range of guest speakers from the world of education. My name's Anthony. I'm one of the hosts of the podcast. Here at OCR, we're committed to supporting teachers and exams officers at every step of their journey with us. We're also here to help our students to reach their full potential, and some of our podcasts will feature tips and advice on revising, preparing for exams, and managing mental health. Please remember to like, comment on, and subscribe to our podcast on whichever platform you're using, and be sure to follow our other social media channels. We're on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, and Instagram. Just search for OCR exams. You can also find a range of subject-specific blogs on our website, ocr.org.uk forward slash blog. So let's get started with today's episode. everyone and welcome to this episode of the OCR podcast. My name is Kate Thompson and I'm a subject advisor for support here at OCR. Today we'll be chatting with our guest about maths participation events, event organising and pathways into this career field. So let me welcome our guest Dervla Cormacain from Human Race. Dervla, would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, hi everyone. My name, as Kate said, is Darvla Cormacan um, and I work for Human Race, which is one of the organisers for mass participation sporting events. Brilliant, thanks. And thanks for joining us. Um, so, should we get started with some questions? So, you've already said that you work for Human Race and your, they um, what, deliver um, mass participation events. Could you give us a bit more, sort of a ex- few more examples of what those are, please? Yeah, so um, I am a senior operations manager at Human Race and we are the organisers for a few events across the UK. So we organise our London Winter Run event, which is a 10k event in central London, the Manchester Marathon, which is the second largest marathon in the UK, and the Manchester Half Marathon. Um, we also organise some triathlons and some um, some cycling events as well, just to keep things interesting. I started volunteering with you um, because I knew someone that worked in mass participation events and I just really enjoyed it. But we've had this discussion. How did you figure out where about this career and how did you get involved in it in the first place? Um, so this career actually took me a few years to find. Um, so I actually didn't really start looking at events um, as a career choice until I was in my 30s. So I moved to London and I did a course in event management and that kind of opened my eyes to what events were out there and different types of events. And from there, I kind of I started working for charities in their sporting events team because they attend a lot of sporting events. I realised I quite enjoyed that side of things. So I then started to try to get into the other side, like the actual organising of of those events. And um, I ended up working at Cancer Research UK for the Race for Life events. And I was Mm -hmm. organising. Yeah, it was it was brilliant. It was a brilliant time. Um, I was helping organising those events in, in London. I mean, they're massive. Yeah, yeah. And I was so lucky to work in some really fantastic venues. Um, So I worked in Regent's Park, I worked in Hyde Park, I worked in the Olympic Park, 
Oh, he did an event in Hampstead Heath, like a really fantastic event series to work on. Like absolutely loved it. Um, and then from there, I kind of have moved on a bit and I work on even larger events that um, across the UK, as I've mentioned. You say and you, you started out by looking, working with the charities. So let's say you're a keen runner um, and you want to do, I don't know, a half marathon, but raise money for a charity. So you how you started was being that point of contact for those charities or yeah. the participants wanting to represent the charity yeah very much so so I it's generally called like it's like the sports event team part of the charity and um like they they buy charity places from various events and then people who want to take part in those events and want to work uh, raise money for that specific charity they would then sign up with them do the training do the event on behalf um of the charity so yes I was very much the point of contact for them in, I did that in actually three, no, two, two different charities. So Alzheimer's Society and British Heart Foundation as well. Oh, wow. I mean, yeah. they're very emotive, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, I always um, I always wear sunglasses on events day <laughs> at these events. Um, come rain or shine, and that just means that you've got yourself covered just in case you see something that's a bit emotional. Yeah. And uh, no, no one can see you well up. So, yeah, yeah, they are very emotive. <laughs> but I, it's just, I mean that from a from a working point of view you must you must get so much from it even though it's your job and you're not physically doing it but you, you mm. must you must feel so so not empowered um yeah just you you really must sort of empathize with the with the people doing it and feel grateful for it yeah I mean you, you do you get you get a lot out of it. Um, definitely in my earlier days from what I was doing and, you know, being at that start line and seeing people leave and then seeing some of them, you manage to see them when they come back at the end. And yeah. some of them are just, they just can't believe that they've taken part, whether it's a 5K or a 10K or a half marathon. Yeah. It's still that same sense of like achievement and accomplishment and they've done something. And it's just, it's just incredible to to see people. Yeah. Was it was it mainly sort of the running events, um, like the physical running, um, <laughs> rather than cycling or swimming that 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 the charities sort of involve themselves in more? Yeah, for me, I was always well. My my particular role was always on the running um side of things, or um, well, the race for life is actually run, jog, walk. You can kind of you know yeah. do do and whatever. There's no yes I was running and they're they're just I mean there's so many events aren't there for those for those charities you know the race for life I mean that happens I don't don't know any town where it doesn't happen so I mean that's a massive massive organizational pressure on you to sort of to sort of work through those so so you did that you worked for the charities and then you somehow made your way to human race <laughs> yeah yeah so um I saw a jo- job advertise and I knew it would be working on the um London winter run and other large events and I knew for myself I just I, I needed a a bit of a change and and I'd, I'd got so much out of um out of my out of race for life but I wanted to you know move on to other events as well so I've been so lucky that I work on some of like the most fantastic events across 
the UK, like the London Winter Run takes place in February in central London. And it's just an incredible event to be a part of. And and how fast how fast it's 10k you say the, the London it's Winter a 10k run. yeah and where does where around. does it yeah go on starts yeah no sorry jumping in there <laughs> um yeah it starts um around Trafalgar Square and it runs out down the Strand and runs like it's all closed roads in central London so we we literally shut down London um for half a day for this event and uh, we've got like 20,000 participants taking part so you can imagine how much organization that takes so and they go out, they run around the, the Strand and, and central London and the city, and then they return back and we actually finish. Um, so from Trafalgar Square going down onto Whitehall. So, you mean, you're running past, walking past then, you know, like Downing Street and things like that as oh, well. Wow. So it's like a real incredible, it's just an incredible event to be a part of. So 20,000 people running 10K yeah. through the centre of London. Yep. How long does this take? I mean, how many people are working on this event within the office? Um, well, I mean, we've got all the different departments working on it. So we've got the marketing team, obviously, making sure that all these people sign up for the event. And then we've got participant services looking after the team um, and our partnerships team, getting in some fantastic um, sponsors that want to work with us on the deals um, on the event. Sorry. And then you've got the operations team who do the actual the real organising of the event. So there's usually um, the event director and then the route um, manager and the venue manager and then the support team with that as well. Plus then you've got all your your suppliers and everything as well that work with you to ensure the event happens. So it's a it's a huge undertaking with a lot of people involved. At time scale, you know, this happened obviously in February this year. Do you just start planning for next February straight away? Um, not immediately. We kind of get our suppliers and things booked in quite early on. And then as it gets to like September time, we start really working in the concrete ideas and um and and the plans, and then that goes from September really through until the event day. So there's months and months of work involved in this event, but then the actual event day itself. We pretty much arrive on a Sunday on the Sunday morning, start building at 2 a.m. And sure. then, yeah, and then from uh, we are all finished and done. Most of it, everything's derigged and away by four in the afternoon. Wow. So there's months of work. There's all these people and we just come in. Everything goes up. Everyone takes off. Everyone takes part. And then it's finished and then we're gone. And you just wouldn't even know that we'd been there. That's 14 hours of work. But twenty thousand people, and and all of the the signposts to the event those start going up at two a.m. There's barriers oh. and everything coming first, and then we've got the gantry being built, so it's all done in very planned stages. And then we've got our crew all coming in, um, and they all then set up their usual site from about four or five in the morning as well, and they're doing all the signage, and then all the branding goes up once the um the barriers and everything are up, and then there's the water delivery and the medals for the finish, and we've got our polar bears that we get dressed up for the event as well. All our volunteers arrive, so. There's just like this mass of layers from subcontractors that first come in and the crew and the volunteers and the rest of the suppliers and the participants arriving. It's just, yeah, and so, so it's how an incredible big, event. How big is the crew, um, uh, roughly? 
roughly, I think we've around 50 to 60, maybe around 60 crew um, for the event. And that's across the venue side of things and then all the route side of things as well. Okay, so they'll be, they'll be marshalling along the route, directing people, cheering people on, bag drop registration. Yeah, arrivals, the start, the finish. Um, yeah. Yeah, overseeing like uh, vehicle movement and um, and D rig side of things, and yeah, basically everything that you've everything that you've said, yeah. And then the volunteers, where where do they come from? Oh, they are incredible. Our volunteers, we literally can't do the events without them. So we usually have around three hundred and fifty volunteers wow. for this event. Yeah, um, and they are recruited. Well, they're being being recruited at the moment so a lot of them are people that have done the event before and want to come back because they just love it or we try and get groups involved like um sports groups or running groups or just wherever uh, volunteers want to sign up from um so that'll be ongoing and then they just that'll be ongoing from now the recruitment process right up until two weeks out from the event and then they come on the day well they're allocated the roles in advance and then they come on the day and they meet after they sign in and they meet their managers and they're kind of all deployed um on the day so it's a massive massive undertaking um you know helping to recruit all of those volunteers sure. as well but they love it and there's some great roles that we have at this event for volunteers which what including dressing up as a polar bear including dressing up as a polar bear or a penguin Amazing. or a snowman <gasps> um do any of we had a lot yeah, they um they seem the, the people that seem to dress up just absolutely love it. Um, we had a, a summer run edition at one point, and we had to swap a few of the animals. So we had a some sharks and some <laughs> flamingos. Just oh, to really? Up a bit. Yeah. Brilliant. That was fun. Oh my days! And if and if people wanted to get involved in volunteering, how would they do that? Um, so just really go on our website and sign up. So it's www.londonwinterrun.co.uk and then they can just pick what role they would like to do. And it kind of gives you a bit more information about times and and th- what to expect on the day and, and a bit of advice and things like that. And yeah, they just sign up and then they get information sent out before the event. And yeah. if they wanted to do like the the Manchester, because you do the Manchester Marathon and the Half Marathon, don't you? We we do, we do as well. So that's the same. I don't have the, I don't know actually the exact websites off the top of my head. But if you just Google Manchester Marathon or Manchester Half Marathon volunteers, it's the exact same process. So we haven't quite started recruiting for the Manchester Half yet, but Manchester Marathon um, is taking place in April and people can absolutely um, sign up and get involved in that. And does that take uh, the yeah. same format as the winter run, as in it's an early setup, it's, all the signage going out, barriers, or is that a bit yeah, longer? It's a bit longer. So the Manchester Marathon, so at the moment it is the second largest in the UK. So we are looking to have, last year we had 28,000 participants sign up and next mm. year we're hoping to have a few more. So um, as you sure. can appreciate, a marathon is, is definitely much <laughs> bigger and longer day so um it's we have a few days build so we kind of the team there's some team based up in Manchester and then we'll go up as well and we build from the Friday so there's a Friday build and a Saturday build and then the event day itself as well so it's the same kind of process you know there's the start team and there's a finish team and the bag drop team and participant services and 
you know, the arrivals manager and just so many range of people that we need to kind of make the event work really well. Um, and you're across so, all of those? So at my, yes, yeah, so what I do is I'm really the venue manager at, at our events. So I do all the organising before, all the all the contractors, all the plans, all the maps, all the diagrams. Um, and then when it gets to a few days out from the event, I brief the, te- the team managers on the ground so I impart all the knowledge well try to impart all the knowledge and all the plans that I have in my head I try and explain and make sure that the team on the ground know everything so it was quite a a relief in a way once I have once I have briefed people because I'm like okay I am not the only person now that has all of this this knowledge and all of these plans and then I, I delegate to the team on the ground I'm still there to oversee but I'm very much and they're to support the team on the ground, but they they're the the real ones that kind of make things then happen on the day. So we always have a great great set of crew who'll come and help and support and uh, join us at our events. I mean, it's it's quite it's quite a difference, isn't it, from the charity work? So when you work for Cancer UK Alzheimer's to doing this. Mm. Do you, I don't suppose. I mean, do you have the same sort of connection? with as you did with the, the charity runs or yeah I think because there's there's still a big charity element um involved in the event so for example the London Winter Run is actually the Cancer Research UK London Winter Run so they're our main um charity partner for that event um so they're a massive presence and I sometimes get to see people that I used to work with which is quite nice oh, nice um and then Manchester Marathon events there's charities involved in that and there's people fundraising so you still have that same, it's, there's still amazing people out there raising money for amazing causes. So it's still that same, you still have that same pool and connection as well. Yeah. yeah. What's what's the best costume you've seen running a marathon or a, or a charity uh, event? Oh, God. oh, well, we had this incredible guy who, um, he did it dressed as a fireman and like, I'm, I'm pulling along um, weights behind him and I don't know how he did it because it, it just must have been so hard it's hard enough to do these events yeah but I carry and stuff along but then you see the fun ones you all see superheroes dressed up on the day and you know there was fun some, maybe some dinosaurs or just you know yeah anything anything goes yeah. really <laughs> yeah there's some crazy outfits out there some crazy people that do these things yeah as well. well yeah <laughs> what's what's your favorite event out of the ones that you've you've you run yeah uh, I think it do, it does have to be London Winter Run. I think it's because of the um, you know, it's just so impressive where it takes place and and how we're in and out in a day and how we how we can manage to you know to close down you know parts of London and put this event on and then be away as if we weren't there. And you, we've been very lucky with the weather. It's, it takes place in February. And we always seem to I shouldn't say this. We always get a nice uh, crisp. Don't say cold. It. Don't say oh, it. Oh no, I know. <laughs> don't say it don't well, teach yourself <laughs> yeah but uh, yeah and then having the animal and having the people all dressed up and stuff you know it's just it's just a very I'm very proud working on I'm very proud working on all the events but it's just incredible when you when you see it that um, your on the day yeah I, I think so it's a lot it's an early start but it's um but it's a great event oh fab if people that are listening to this wanted to go down your line of work so getting mm-hmm. involved in events 
how would you recommend they go about sort of finding out more about it? Do you have any sort of top tips or any companies you've heard of that do internships or anything like that? Yeah, so if, I think depending on what side you want to get involved in, but I mean, volunteering is always a great way to get involved and see if you actually like some of the events and then you can kind of you can try out different types and see kind of what you really enjoy and um, a lot of charities um do internships as well so you can get experience um that mm-hmm. way you know they're only it's like two or three months um and it's, it's that's how I first started as well I actually did internships and that's how I got into the charity sector um Brewing at events is really good as well, but sometimes you need a bit of experience before you can even get get to that point, which is why volunteering is so good, because you just get a real eye opener of how how it works on event day. There's a website called a Charity Jobs website. Oh, I think they, yes, so I've heard of those, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they do a lot of um um advert yeah, they do internships and things as advertised on there as well. So it's always a good place kind of to have a look and just see what's out there. Um, I would just maybe suggest looking in your local area, see what events are on. And mm. there's always like a well, usually there's like a volunteering section on, on websites yeah. for everywhere. And you just sign up and and see where it takes you, to be honest. Yeah. But if you see want you to enjoy. dress up as a snowman, you need to volunteer well, for the winter yeah, well, run. <laughs> well, exactly. <laughs> Or if you want to be a polar bear, you know, that's the option too. Yeah, you'll have to come to London Winter Run for that. Well, that's great. Thanks, Devla, for coming on and chatting to us. Um, thank you, thank you to every... It's been lovely. It's been absolutely brilliant to sort of hear the other side of, um, of these mass participation events and all the work that goes into it. Um, so to everyone listening, I hope you found this episode interesting. Uh, don't forget to share the podcast with your colleagues and possibly your your students Um, and please do get in touch with us if you need any further support with any of our qualifications and you can find all of our contact details and social media channels at ocr.org.uk forward slash contact.